Casanovara invites you to get this with Tony Martin and Ed Cavalier. With Richard Marsland on the buttons. Good afternoon, everybody. Public holiday or not today, yes, we will be interrupting the flow of cheap jokes and gratuitous sound effects to cross live to some sort of horse race. I'm paying game money. Oh, oh, I don't know why he's paying game money. Oh, dear, oh, dear. What to do when faced with a sauce-wielding bandit? <laughs> There'll still be room for prelude to a fart reloaded. <laughs> Who's pretending to be a German polar bear? Again, we'll record Chris Isaac's erotic encounter with a monkey. Oh, army test invisible tank. <laughs> We've got stories interrupted. Raptors Heffernan or Halali and Richard Marsland's new season of hot TV highlights. Richard Tess Invisible Upskirt. And Peter Rosethorn, our original co-host from the ABC's Blockbuster. Can we help? You should see the Reach figures, people. He'll be here in the second hour. 300,000 Reach. I don't have any song lyrics. <laughs> yes, it's all coming up on Get This, along with the Prime Minister cracking onto a horse. I think one of those Irish horses looks all right. Mailer, is it? Looks pretty good. Oh, 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 you know, Water. oh, come on. Dear, oh dear. That is poor and erotic. Get <laughs> this on Triple M. Jack and Diane. We know who that is. John Mellencamp here at Get This Around the Nation on Triple M. I know it's a public holiday in Melbourne. Yeah, time. Business as usual in other parts of the country. I think, uh, I'm not sure that we're going out today in Brisbane or Adelaide because the show is going to be interrupted at some point by a horse race. I think people are probably aware of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But we're just going to keep nattering on until it happens. Yep. Absolutely. Who are we? Well, it's myself, Tony Martin. Lovely. We've got Ed Cavalli. <laughs> and, of course, pushing the buttons, Richard Marsland. Oh, yeah. They're everywhere. Oh, man, they're all up in my ankles. Yeah. Get out of here, ducks. No bread for you. Stop trying to goose me. My Achilles. Hey, hey, off the Achilles, you lot. Get out of here, ducks. Just let him finish. This isn't a con. Let him do what they do. We'll wait, ducks. All right, it's right, over. Fine. Yeah, Get yeah. out of here, ducks. We couldn't interrupt that because... People want ducks. That's right, so Silo, they certainly do. <laughs> so true. Now, people on a uh, public holiday today may never have heard Get This before. True. They, oh, very true, Tone. But they might have heard about our reputation for classy humour. That's mm. true. Let's prove it now. Today's Talkback Mountain. Prelude to a fart. Yeah. So now what we want people to do is call up. Yeah. Because at my house, mm. you're not allowed to cut one mm. uh, without a uh, an inventive introduction for it. Mm. The idea is to try and trick people into thinking that's not what's going to happen. Mm. I.e., uh, this can of tuna. Oh, geez, this can of tuna is hard to open. Hey? Outstanding. And you're away. Now, in case people think it's a bit too juvenile for an adult radio program such as this, I have to say, there aren't too many fart jokes here at Get This. No. There was that one with the, the Prime Minister at the press conference. Yes. And I think there was some unnecessary farting once in a sketch about the biggest loser. That's true. But we don't really get through them. No. So, um, now, what we don't want is... Yes, now, this is true, very true. The post-fart witticism, no. as exemplified by Rodney Dangerfield. Oh, somebody's stepping a duck. <laughs> now, Fox Trotsky has sent us in a whole bunch of them from Viz Comics. Okay. Oh. They're full of them. So can you just run me off some farts just off the top of your head there? Okay. Ed? Oh, that's working. Now, try your lights. <laughs> Keep trying, mate. We'll find you. These are from Viz, I should say. We haven't written these ourselves. You got another one? Oh, you'll have to buy that now. You've ripped it. He's doing horse. 
You see, they're great for afterwards. What are these fart noises? They're interpretive. You're going to have to do them live. Well, I did all the farts for bar jars. Arm farts, I'll point out. Absolutely right. (laughs) There's an example right there. That's really good of them. So what you're looking for is something to precede that line. Yes. So uh, I had an uncle who'd give us, here's one you haven't heard. <laughs> that was his favourite. The trouble was, we had heard it, usually about three minutes earlier. <laughs> Move away from the barbecue before you do that, Uncle Les. Can you give me another example there, please? Uh, yeah, absolutely right. Does anyone know how to work this door? <laughs> That's got it. <laughs> you got one, Rich? You know what? I don't come from a farting family. <laughs> there we are. That's the one. <laughs> From a farting family. Yeah, well, I'm sure we do. We come from one of the great <laughs> farting families of South Australia. <laughs> the finest farting family in the Barossa region. We've been farting in the Barossa for 300 years, <laughs> and you're not going to stop it. We're nouveau fart. Yeah. <laughs> and I guess this fine <laughs> segment, prelude to a fart, is being uh, positioned as a tribute <laughs> to the late Boots Randolph, mm. composer of this tune. <laughs> There he goes. Into the sunset. Chasing the ladies in the afterlife. Yes, you never know what will play next to Triple M. (laughs) See, there's an example of one. A new one by Ultravox. (laughs) All right. Call us. With your prelude to a fart. Give us one more example of one you use Uh, around the dude ranch. Okay, okay, around the dude ranch. Jeez, the Xbox won't turn on. (laughs) And someone from sales. Who brought this in? Fee from sales Hello, Fee. has brought in this remote controlled surfarts a lot. Just hit the remote and <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Seven different sounds. <laughs> but see, to me, that hasn't got the proper bottom end that you need. <laughs> you know, it needs a bit more grunt. So I will be providing, using the arm, I'll have you know, listeners, mm-hmm. it's not that kind of show. Mm-hmm. The farts end. So we need people to drop the lines <laughs> and we'll see how they play. Let's get into it. Hi, Lisa. Hi, how are you going, guys? Great. Away you go. Uh, knock, knock. <laughs> it's as simple as that, Lisa. Well, and you actually say interrupting fart. Oh. Uh, interrupting fart oh. too. And oh, let's fart. have another crack. Okay, sorry, Lisa. Take two. Here we, two. Here we yeah. go again. Okay, knock, knock. Who's there? Interrupting <laughs> fart. There you go. Perfect. We got there in the Brought end. the house down. Beautiful, Lisa. Uh, Thank great you. Great job, Lisa. Thank you. Hello, Michelle. How are you? I'm great. How are you guys? Excellent. Where you go? Does anyone smell petrol? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, touche. Oh, <laughs> oh, that had a long tail on it, that kind. Sorry. We should point out this segment is a tribute to the late sax player Boots Randolph, dead at 80. <laughs> Thank you, Michelle. Lovely to speak to you. Hello, John. How are you? Hey, guys. Where you go? And the lady party says... <laughs> Political satire from the back door. <laughs> Beautiful. Oh, cutting edge. Hello, Jeff. How are you? Jeffy. Hey guys, how you going? Great, mate. Where you go? Mine's a bit visual, but you'll uh, you bend over like you're about to start a chainsaw, and as you rip your arm back. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, Jeff, because it's got. Yeah, in a bit more choking, it would have started. Bang! <laughs> <laughs> There's a sting in the tail. It's got mime. It's got movement. Good on you, Jeff. It's got a beginning, middle, and end. Keep them coming, Australia. Hi, Chris. How are you? How you going, boys? Great. Where you go? Oh, is that your phone ringing? <laughs> I'm moving on to the upper arm. People can confuse that for crazy frog. <laughs> a different pitch. Uh, there well, we go. Your ringtones. It might be, might be actual ringtones. Absolutely right. <laughs> or just a Steph Max single. All right. Uh, hello, Greg. How are you? Fantastic, guys. Where you go? Here comes another one, just like the other one. Da-dun, 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 da-dun. <laughs> 
Sorry, I might have gone slightly early. You did, there. Tone. I'm sorry. That was a far, too keen. It's next to the Jetsons car. It's uh, musical, though. <laughs> Lovely. Thank you, Greg. Uh, finally, uh, <laughs> hi, Pete. How are you? How you going, guys? Excellent. Where you go? Check out my new mobile phone. It takes pictures. It does everything. And look what happens when I press this button. <laughs> <laughs> Selection. Finally, one more. Oh. Uh, thank you, Pete. Hi, David. How are you? Not too bad. Uh, Way you go, son. Okay. Have you started your Aloha Low collection? <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a challenge to cut one every time you hear that catchphrase on that ad. <laughs> thank you, David. Thanks uh, to everyone who called. A lot of people didn't get the idea. It's sort of brevity is what mm, you want. Mm. Listen to what this bloke suggested. I think that there's. Uh, more things to do to appeal to a broader audience, you know? And um, one of those things is using really exciting percussion to get the audience um, going. <laughs> He's an ideas man, that crow. Oh, <laughs> it's a struggle. But he got there. All right. Thank you, everyone. In memoriam. <laughs> the late Boots Randolph. All right. <laughs> we got any Boots Randolph, Mr. Marsland? Not yet. Oh, no, he's uh, Kiss Chasey. And then we'll be back to recall the heady days of yesterday. Again, this. Wait, wild. That'd be Kiss Chasey here at Triple M around the nation. That's right. Get this is the program broadcasting in most states today. Yesterday, of course, was the uh, day of the Save Get This rallies. I think they were happening in Melbourne, they were happening in Sydney, they were happening in Brisbane, and of course in... Bolivia, is it? <laughs> Bolivia. Yeah, I don't know why. In La Paz. I don't know why the Bolivians... It's silly for it in La Paz. ...audiences were getting on board, and it made for a fantastic show, and thanks yes. to everyone who turned up. Fantastic. Yeah, amazing. Uh, all references to the rally were cut out of our show in Adelaide for some reason. No South Australian should feel in any way excluded. Yeah. It's just that we're dealing with the eastern seaboard. We oh. are indeed. Thank you, John. Uh, today. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. But uh, they won't be hearing this because, thanks to the Melbourne Cup, they're not taking the show <laughs> today either. Well, Adelaide's not hearing it today. But I was going, what How crap's that new tram line? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I mean, who's... <laughs> finally, we get to say it. Who's kidding who, Adelaide? Another... Gardens, Schmeel Gardens. <laughs> oh, look at this. We've got another 500 metres of tram line. Another 500 metres to still go nowhere. Let's <laughs> go to the airport. That's right, I said it. I don't yeah. know. But I was asking why was it cut out and someone said, oh, you know, we don't want to ferment anti-Triple M feeling. I'm well, going, it's, it's pro. It's not anti-Triple M. These yeah. are Triple M listeners mm. who have showed up off their own bat with no prizes. No, we mentioned it once, mm. just the once. Mm. In their own costumes to support a show that's on Triple M. That sounds pretty damn Triple M pro to me. Mm. I don't know. Anyway. Hello to anyone who might be listening on the podcast. I'm assuming you can still get that in South Australia. That's out there. Good on you. Uh, but what a day. We were broadcasting from Melbourne yesterday and Greg Fleet showed up at the Melbourne studios. Mm. And he, we've got a recording here. Uh, we didn't know he was coming. No. We should say that. As soon as he appeared, uh, people started bailing him up with his own jumper pants jingle. <laughs> Three weeks ago, that 
Turn your smile into a frown, turn your jumper upside down, actually makes no sense. Like, it actually is the reverse of jumping. Turn your smile into a frown. Why? I never realised it didn't make sense, but thanks for going along with the vibe. There you go. Hey, have you got some more of that applause? Yeah. What about a round of applause for Nikki Hamilton, our producer? Hey, Nikki. And Cecilia on the phones for Morning, the chef. massive amount of organisation they did yesterday. And keep it going for Andrea and the technical mm, department. We had everybody mic'd up. Here's the thing, Tom. The rally might have finished at, uh, you know, the support rally finished around four o'clock when the show finished. Yeah. And we hung around and, you know, signed boobies for a while and sure. did stuff, stuff yeah. like that, kissed some babies, <laughs> pressed the flesh. Yeah. But I do know that the rally kicked on. Uh, I know that uh, Dicko was around for a while from Australian Idol. Really? Oh, is he really? Yeah, him and Richard went out that night and uh, this is what he had to say about it. I suppose it was too much to ask for a scat free evening, so there you go. <laughs> there you have it. <laughs> oh, that wasn't crowbar. Uh, Scat-free evening is never promised. That's exciting scenes from Melbourne, but in Sydney, what was going on? Richard Marsler. This is wonderful. A beautiful blog from Pip, who got along to the Sydney rally. Yeah, and I have to say, the internet is covered in hilarious blogs and photographs from the event. Just outstanding. Uh, This morning, uh, she's written in her blog here, I'm just reading selected highlights. This morning I set my alarm nice and early so I could get up to watch Sunrise. After about an hour or so of insanely overly cheerful and inane banter, (laughs) my persistence was rewarded. In the window I saw the signs of my fellow Get This fans. There's never been a better time to save Get This. (laughs) Short bus forever and I'm Richard. Big congrats to Lyndall and Dave for braving the cold, rain and security to get the signs on. So then 12pm was approaching and it was time for me to start making my way to Triple M Studios at World Square. I boarded a train with sign in hand and cap in bag, a cape in bag, wearing my white and nerdy hoodie and listening to the latest Get This podcast to get me in the mood. I've never felt so nerdy in my life and I loved it. I arrived at World Square at about 1pm, half an hour early, and began to suss out the surrounds, by which I mean doing laps of the block looking for other fans or protesters. The guy handing out leaflets on George Street kept giving me strange looks as I passed him. Eventually I noticed a man walk past in what was clearly a Capral t-shirt with a poster in his hand. The moment I had been waiting for had arrived. He looked up as I approached and we acknowledged each other with a nod and a thumbs up. There was no need to say any more. (laughs) Soon we had a sizable crowd of about nine people. It was time we entered the building and decided to go up to level 14 and hang out there at the Triple M Studios. We got up there and sat down quietly with our signs and our radio listening to the show. Within a couple of minutes, security was there telling us to move on. We left, cursing the thugs in the security industry. (laughs) But we weren't going to be swayed that easily. Instead, we took our stuff and headed out to the courtyard outside where we could be clearly seen from the Triple M building. Picture this if you can. Six people. We had lost some by this stage. (laughs) Two in capes, one wearing jumper pants, all with signs, standing around a radio in a a deserted courtyard while a gale gale was blowing, capes blowing nicely. The main reaction was bemused stares from people in the building, although we did cop the finger from one guy and some bared asses from some paintball reps. There were also uh, some people who came to offer support and encouragement and a lot of thumbs up. Fantastic. What what uh, what is it about capes that the paintball reps are finding so offensive? <laughs> I don't know. And those mystified and bemused stares around the corridors. Hey, we're used to that ourselves. <laughs> I like the people on Sunrise are holding up short bus forever signs as yeah. if it's in danger of going out of fashion. <laughs> yeah, that was one of the hosts too, which I found <laughs> on. Uh, that is beautiful stuff and heaps and heaps of emails and there will be a podcast going up tomorrow of yesterday's show. We are accelerating the podcast process. There's another one going up today. Yeah, but you know what, Tony? You know what we don't do enough of on this show and I've always said this. What's that? Live reads. <laughs> live ad reads. Let's rectify that next on Get This.
Thank you very much. Simple Minds, don't you forget about me. A lot of people requesting our special uh, documentary about the making of that song. Oh, we played that recently? We haven't replayed that yet. I imagine that'll happen in the last week. Do your time. I've got this around the nation. Brought to you by the Nissan Navarro. Mm. Oh, huge bully power. Mm. Doesn't matter if it's a public holiday in your town or not. Still pulling. Still pulling, still looking rugged. Still uh, got the hutch happening. Here's what the Nissan Navarro sounds like. Here's other lesser brand utes. Oh, here they go. Get off, get off me toes, ducks. All right. Yeah, let them finish. All right. We know you're covered in a thin layer of oil. Water won't penetrate you. Good. All right, that's the ducks out of the way. <laughs> I do picture ducks when we're doing that. I, I should let the listeners know. I do look at the floor <laughs> and imagine little ducks running around. Yeah, they wag the little ducky tail. Yeah. I have to say, Ed, it's been a long time since we had, apart from obviously our wonderful mentions of the Nissan Navara, our fine sponsor, we don't really do a lot of live ad reads this is on the this the problem, oh, yes. Tone, and yes. it's Melbourne Cup Day today, right? Yeah. Everyone's yeah. thinking spring fashion. Yeah, I'm yeah. over that, Tone. Are you? I'm already thinking summer. Well, I'm not thinking summer. Uh-oh. Richard Marsland's Uh-oh. just getting handed a script he's never seen before. He is. As we now cross to <laughs> Richard Marsland and uh, his tips for the summer. Thanks, Ed. Well, today's busy singles all tell me one thing. I don't have time to dress myself. So why not let me, Richard Marsland, come and tuck you into some of my summer fashion creations? You can slip into the buns of Navajo, a tasteful pair of chaps and headdress made of Big Lebowski laser discs. Or for a day at the beach, why not try Rally Round the Flag, which features the skimpiest cotton thong imaginable with a light for attracting attention. And for that special occasion, raise your game with I Want to Cover Rex Hunt in Lotion. A tub of lotion and a couple of warm Marsland hands to apply it. Back to you, Ed or Tony. Fantastic. Thanks, Rich. Not a single stumble. A lot of spittle, though. (laughs) He'd never seen that before. And how you can read Ed Gavily's handwriting is beyond me. He's, he's, he's scrubbed out the word lotion and replaced it yeah. with coleslaw at one stage. Well, hang on. Uh, also, workshopping something. Uh, sorry, yeah. no, lube was crossed out for All lotion. Right. Uh, okay, you've mentioned uh, Rex Hunt. <laughs> you've mentioned lotion. Now, a lot of people want to hear more about Rex's sex scandal. We're kind of over it. It happened last year. Mm. He apologised. We apologised for what we said. Shouldn't we just put it all behind us? You'd think so. But... Uh, Listeners not having a bar of that time? No, people want to remember, again, something I don't recall, but apparently we did it. We got Peter Costello to comment on the Rex Hunt issue. Was Do you he, remember that? No, was he for it or against it, Tone? I don't know. I always assume I was in the World Cup when these things happened, Tone. Or the other thing I assume is that I don't actually listen to a word that gets said, <laughs> which is a distinct possibility growing up in the house I did. Know what I'm saying? Thanks for filling, but I cannot find I know, I'm trying. That is how many emails we get sent. Look at that. That's just... That's the phone book. That's last night's. That's a phone book thickness. Mm. Or I don't remember Well, whoever you are, Mm. thank you for emailing in. And maybe this should be the last final ever word on this subject. Mr Costello, thanks for joining us. Good to be with you, Tony. Now, Rex Hunt has been described in the press as a philanderer, an exhibitionist. He's been called a hypocrite. Oh, certainly in a league with you, Tony, I'd say. Right. Uh, I could apply all of those to you as well. Well, according to the new idea, he likes to leap about nude in laneways. Uh, you've got to admire that in somebody, and uh, and I do. Shouting obscenities and indulging in acts of self-gratification. I mean, you must have heard about this. Look, the full, gruelling... 
ordeal has now been laid bare, including on your program. I mean, he sounds like an interesting bloke. I'll say that much. Well, he's uh, somebody who uh, who's taken his package out. Mm. The huge package. Right. Possibly the world's biggest package wow. ever. And uh, I pay tribute to him because of that. Yes, but wouldn't it be better for everyone if he just kept it in his pants? Well, I think I think bringing it out in the open is is an important point. You seem to be a supporter of jumping about nude in laneways. Well, I think that should be permissible. Yes, I do. You realise that the woman who participated in these antics with Rex has been... Yeah, scarred for life. Well, yes. Uh, she's obviously... Uh, uh, been uh, horrified by what she's uh, seen. She's mm. gone public. Yeah. Uh, I think a lot of what's been going on has been known, mm -hmm. but I think a lot of people have been too afraid to speak out about it in the past. Rex has, of course, made a full public uh, statement of regret. Well, I think it was well handled in a difficult situation. Look, it shouldn't have happened, Tony. No. None of us wished it, it had have happened. No, no. It's regrettable, it's mm. unforgivable, mm -hmm. but I think he did what he could in a very difficult situation. He's made some uh, very interesting comments. Look, uh, uh, people will interpret his comments in various ways. Uh, uh, I'm invincible. Well, I'm paying money. Uh, the girl's happy. She's got no money. Well, uh, Tony, I don't really feel it's up to me to interpret these words. Uh, look, I look at them, uh, I, I note them, other people will interpret them. It's a matter for for him, he's made his package uh, apparent. He has, Tony, but Mr Costello, look, the reason look, I'm asking Tony. you about Rex Hunt is because, um, yeah. well, as I understand it, you two are quite close friends. Uh, look, over the years I've had uh, a number of conversations with Rex, but uh, I, I, I won't go into what we've discussed over the years. Um, oh, there must have been pretty um, interesting stuff in there. Tony, nothing that... that you would find particularly exciting, I'm sure. Yeah, I hear that you yourself like to leap about in laneways in the nutty. Yeah, quite possibly. Yes, I do. You've not mentioned this before. Well, it's rude to talk about yourself in these conversations, Tony. The word is you like to go freeballing in the House of Representatives. Well, uh, you know, I'm just a happy chap. Uh, and uh, that's, uh, that's one of the reasons why I look happy. <laughs> right. Well, Mr Costello, thanks for your time today. It's a great pleasure to be with you, Tony. I'm sure it is. <laughs> this is the problem I have with your sketches, Tony. Not and long enough. No, well, listeners, just try now for the next week, whenever you see Costello out there laying out the budget, just try and imagine that he's not freeballing. Yeah. Just try. That's going to win him. That's a vote winner. Is it really? That is a vote winner. Attractive. Me too ism. You'll see Kevin run free bowling <laughs> in no time. Talkback Mountain is next. That's Eddie Vedder. Hard Sun from the soundtrack to Into the Wild, the latest feel-good romp from director Sean Penn. <laughs> Excellent. That's what I'm calling it. Pass the popcorn. It's Get This Around the Nation on Triple M. The podcasts are coming thicker oh, yes. and faster than ever before. 146 went up on Friday. That's got that uh, rather confronting interview with Warwick Kappa. <laughs> Yeah, I know. He is really good. Yeah, he was great. It's also got, uh, now that certain musical items are being cleared by the lawyers, we're able to include mm. them in the podcast. The Internet Newsreel and Neighbours Plot or Not Reloaded was in that one. One went up last night that has Richard's fine tribute to Bob Dylan, Get This Explained. Oh, good work, okay. Rich. Amongst many other things, Rob Carlton's in there. <laughs> What's delicious. I can't believe that made the podcast. And then another one will be going up today... I don't even know what's going to be in that one. Okay. It's a rally cast, isn't it? Well, the rally cast will be going up tomorrow. So there's pretty much one a day this week. Do you know what I'm going to stop doing? 
I'm right. going to stop pretending I understand what you're talking about when you talk to podcasts. <laughs> All I'm saying is... Absolute farce. The rally cast will be going up tomorrow. Wacko the diddly-o, we're suddenly over the line on that one. All right, that's paperwork out of the way. On the spike for that, we don't have much time. Let's climb Talkback Mountain. <laughs> That's all we've got time for because we are going to be interrupted today at any moment by a horse race, the Melbourne Cup, I think they call it. Absolutely. So we thought, why not talk interruptions? Because that's what's going to happen. In the middle of talking to the callers, yep. we will suddenly be ripped off air for a bit of... Oh, how does that music go? All right. I had the music in my background, uh, just in my head. You know, when you're a kid, every single movie on the TV had this playing on it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right, yeah. Doesn't matter when anyone switched on a telly pre-1975, <laughs> that's what they were watching. How do you how would you have felt if you if you were one of the blokes that always got cast as one of the Indians? Who am I playing? Chief what? Chief Chief gets shot in the face again. <laughs> again. Yeah, fine. Yeah, no, I still got my loincloth. That's an interruption. Bang, there you go. An interruption to your acting career. Have you had an interruption, Ed Well, not me, but uh, the emails uh, have come in tone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Andre yeah. Kilstein writes, yeah. Stop these drunks from New Zealand cutting into Rob Thomas's fine work. <laughs> sure, they're falling over bins, but let them do it in their own time. <laughs> okay. We do like to interrupt the music occasionally yeah, on the show. Just improve it a tad. That goes down well. All right, that's an interruption. I remember I was at the movies. I was interrupted once. Uh, was in America, in New York, watching that rather hammy performance by Al Pacino as mm. the devil. What's that one? The devil's, oh, devil's advocate. advocate. Okay, yeah. I was watching that. There was only three of us in the cinema. Three of us. And suddenly we were interrupted by the sound of a massive fan and the overwhelming stench of popcorn. Okay, what's this about? We looked around... And what they do in American cinemas is, when the movie starts, they open the back door very surreptitiously, and a couple of staff members come up with a massive fan that has a bucket of popcorn underneath <laughs> it that blows the smell of hot popcorn into the cinema. So you suddenly feel like popcorn. Oh, suddenly I have to go and buy some popcorn. Now, that's fine when there's 400 people in there. <laughs> it's, they've got the balance right. But when there's three people in there, it's basically a mustard gas attack. <laughs> but, What's Tony, that? I don't know if they do it for all of you, but, you know, in America, people are quite portly for the most part. And they certainly are. And they've seen you and the missus walk in and gone, these need fattening up. <laughs> Get the popcorn going. <laughs> Bring in the spruce goose. <laughs> all right, that's a big interruption. How many minutes is that? It's three. That's, we can have one more. One more, Rich. Okay, uh, school camp got in, uh, interrupted once when because we were, we were being real terrors of Drop little bears. kids in year five, year six. What we did is we <laughs> snuck up on the teacher who was sleeping in his room and we threw a broom on him while he was sleeping. Got to learn him. Um, and that woke him up in not a pleasant way, so we had to all go on the bus the next morning and go home because we had pushed him to the limit. He was so annoyed with us. So Why did you go a broom? It was a, it, just because it was all we had and it was kind of, you know, a broom in the face. That's unpleasant. <laughs> it's confronting. You're on detention just for telling that story, Okey dokey. All right. <laughs> okay, listeners, we will accept any kind of interruption story whatsoever. As long as there's some interrupting in the story, it's going on. <laughs> but keep in mind, at some point, this program itself will be interrupted for a cross to the Melbourne Cup. Call now, one triple three five three. In excess, is it? Yeah. Sorry for interrupting the beginning of the song. <laughs> <laughs> Won't do that again. It's in excess here to get this around the nation on Triple M. That's right, where we're expecting to be interrupted by the Melbourne Cup at any moment. Hit that sound, Rich. Not yet. Not yet. Come on. It's almost ready. Who else has undergone an interruption? Ed Cavalier. G'day, Helen. 
Oh, hi. What happened? Uh, well, I was on the 21st a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And um, anyway, they had the speeches and it was sort of getting on towards the end of the night. But mm-hmm. The music was still going. And anyway, at the bar, there's sort of a bit of a commotion. And a girl had actually got her legs stuck in one of those air vents yes. at the bottom. And she was knee deep in this thing. And anyway, so they had to get the CFA out, the SES, the police, ambulance, like everybody was there. And the manager of the place, needless to say, was a bit stressed because I think there was a wedding on there the oh. night afterwards. <laughs> and she was going to have to still be there. <laughs> she wasn't know, on the guest list. Cut her out or something. Wow. But and was the, the music got switched off and everything? Did the event just sort of alluringly hike the skirt up, Marilyn Monroe style? Oh, <laughs> oh maybe. I don't know. Right entertainment during the rescue. You know, Helen, what an attention seeker. You know what I mean? Obviously, <laughs> some people yeah, just well, can't let others. Sort of like obviously wanting to take photos, but didn't want to be rude about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> put that shoe. Like, down, Mr. Basland, and step away from the lady. <laughs> Thank you, Helen. We'll let okay. you go put some bets on. Uh, lovely to talk to you. G'day, David. How are you? Uh, not too bad, yourself. Excellent, mate. What happened with your interruption? Uh, with my one, I was uh, watching Devil at Your Heels on oh. uh, video. Okay. And, uh, Where are you now? Oh, on DVD. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, anyhow, um, uh, yeah, I had I had problems when people try uh, come into my room and I'm trying to watch it. Yeah. And then I've got to explain to them that a guy's trying to jump a car from one part of the world to the other. Yes. Yeah, well. Now you're talking about uh, no, the race is not no. going. Yes, <laughs> calm down. You're talking <laughs> about a very obscure documentary, The Devil at Your Heels. We've mentioned this many times. Uh, a man tries to jump a car from Canada to the US, approximately one mile. Yeah, he's perfectly sane, isn't he? He is perfectly sane. We don't want to spoil the ending for anybody. It is available on VHS. I reckon VHS. I could probably guess the ending, Tone. <laughs> it's quite funny. <laughs> I will say that. Good on you, David. Keep in mind, if you're jumping a car a mile, there's probably three or four minutes where technically you're just a flying car. <laughs> That's not going to end well. Thank you, David. G'day, Dylan. Uh, g'day, Ed. Uh, had a pleasure being at the rally yesterday. Oh, good on you. Good on you, Dylan. Now, uh, what happened with your interruption, brother? Well, I was watching TV about ten years ago, and it was during the advertisements because some major news was about to break. Oh, yes. And um, it was Bill Clinton's admission that he was about to... Uh, well, that he uh, had the affair with Monica Lewinsky. Oh, yes, yes. But what it interrupted was a Demtel commercial. Okay. And it was basically the salesman going, geez, am I excited about what's about to happen here? <laughs> and then, bam, Bill Clinton comes on and says, I had sex with that woman. Wow. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and never to be repeated prices, I'll have you know. <laughs> Wow, and you've remembered that interruption for 10 years. I thought that was the best interruption of all time. Not only could I have got the extra steak knives, but we found out about uh, Bill Clinton's adulterous ways. Oh, yes. That is fantastic. They were great days. Wasn't he good for comedy, that Clinton? He was wonderful. (laughs) Bang up for it. Does that mean that we can use all the old Clinton jokes for when if Hillary gets in? Uh, I know you will, Richard. I know know you will. They're ready to go. Uh, Dylan, thank you very much. Thanks for taking part in the rally. How much to go before we're into about one minute? Do we have time to slip one through? Should we try? Go on. G'day, Neil. How are you, mate? Oh, g'day, boys. How are we? Good, thanks. Talk us through your interruption, brother. Oh, mate, mine's just basically an ongoing one. Uh, I listen to you boys uh, religiously. Thank you. uh, Every day. Thank you. Uh, And basically everyone at work seems to uh, wait till the exact... The exact uh, minute uh, as soon as it hits two o'clock to come and ask me questions. Oh. See, that's the problem with being a surgeon, Neil. People are always <laughs> up in your grill exactly. asking. Exactly, I'm in for the middle stuff. of an operation. Oh no, uh, some bloke's dying on the table. Well, yeah, it's yeah. ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. Well, the traditional way to deal with that is, of course, to uh, bottle it up and then explode at some point, taking <laughs> out right. on the workers. <laughs> I've been many times. I felt like just saying piss off. You know, I'm listening to the boys, but 
What can you do? All what right. Can you do? Thank well, you, Neil. Sorry to interrupt, Thank you very Neil. Much, How many seconds do we have to fill, Mr. Marcel? About 10. 10 seconds. What have you got to fill that gap? Anything uh, at all? Uh, how about this? Uh, oh. Ducks. <laughs> Not the ducks. No, I've got not even any bread. It's the something. I think it stops a nation, doesn't it, Mr. Yeah, Marcel? The, the Melbourne Cup tone. That'll be next. Get this. <laughs> oh, there. That is so bad. I'm going to try it, Rich. <laughs> that was enough to send me out of this room dry reaching into the bathroom. Brought to you by Nissan Navara. Huge pulling power. Because I can if I don't because I wanna It's your horse racing connection Be ignored by the step and the board Because I'm gonna Get this around the nation on Triple M The second big hour is about to commence And look who's here Our original co-host Peter Rose Oh, oh pleasure to be back yes. And what an amazing day to come in Yeah, sure No one's listening <laughs> <laughs> At all I, don't think. I wouldn't imagine I'm gonna say cock <laughs> Oh, not for the first time <laughs> A doodle-doo uh, Lose cover for once, we are going to lose the jazz flute what? player what? Why? and bring up the sound of the Melbourne Cup because we have to cross to it as soon as it starts. Well, why would yeah. I come in? Look at that. Peter, what's going on up there? We know nothing about Peter, you're racing. here to call the race, man. Yeah, okay. Well, <laughs> the horses are moving into the barriers now, everybody. <laughs> it's a beautiful day here at the track at Flemington. Yeah. The horses have all got tails and ears <laughs> and all of them have got legs, which is a great, <laughs> great start. And there's... Which one is that? That right. is a man who's strapped to the front of a horse. No, he's getting off the front of the horse. He's climbing into the stable area. He's not going to go far in there. Hang Once on. those gates open, he'll stay there. I know that for a fact. Is that a horse? Oh, that's Tara Moss. I'm that's sorry. That's Tara Moss riding. They're all very hungry jockeys. They haven't eaten for months, a lot of those men, as they're in the barriers now. That's a horse. Yeah. Moving into barrier number... I don't know. Now, see. Peter, none of us have laid any money down. We don't oh, know yeah, anything about like, the game. You what have, though, you, you? you've, What yeah, have you between done? Between myself and my children, we've got the entire field covered. Oh, so I'm kidding. feeling very confident. Very good news, <laughs> Pete. Really, there's only five horses that can't get a, get a win or a prize. Oh, well, I hope they come one to five. I really do. <laughs> well, they're the ones that... That means I lose all my money. Exactly. Yeah. Why are you saying that to me? Say cock on my radio show and this is what happens, Pete. <laughs> I'll turn on you. I said a doodle do not long after. <laughs> Whoops, and I didn't. <laughs> you know. Hang on. Who cares? Those bring it up now. tiny gentlemen are assuming the oh, barriers. They're, they're in the barriers, everybody. Just one and more. just out of interest, Peter, which horse are you backing here? Uh, I've got uh, I've got Zipping, which is number nine. Zipping. Okay. Zipping, and uh, also number 11, 7, Ooh. 5. Let's... <laughs> Let's cross the 17. Flemington. Here he comes. Moon lays the sharp scenic shot easing in, and so is Sermiota. The first to win the Melbourne Cup as a four-year-old since winning the Derby. The first since Far Lap. It is an amazing win. Six <laughs> and Peter Rosethorn, you're back live with Get This on Triple M around the nation. Peter, yeah. I don't even think the horse you mentioned was in the race. I didn't. Yeah, well, that's one of the five I didn't choose. <laughs> So yes. I'm a little bit disappointed right now. What about your kids, though? Where did they come in? They didn't even choose it. So what right? a family of losers we are. Wow. We got second and third, though. So right. chin up, chin up, everyone. Chin up, everyone. It's hardly a winner, though, is it? No, it's hardly a winner. No, it certainly won't pay like that either. No. Okay, so what are they eating tonight? Just I don't care. bread and tap water. <laughs> they're eating no. their discarded tab tickets. <laughs> That's what they're eating. <laughs> All right, now, obviously, uh, we don't know much about horse racing. Um, 
it's a public holiday in Melbourne, so mm. I think for expert comments on what just occurred, we're going to have to cross to this man. There's not, not a crime at all. Oh. Like I said, I can, I can be with Frank today and tell him to shoot you. Yeah. If he shoots you and I, and I didn't mean to tell him, I'm just joking, they shoot me, huh? Just say he shot you. Yeah. Don't shoot me, Frank. That's for sure, but I'm just saying, if I told Frank to jump off the I've told you mucking around at the front of the Harbour Bridge, you jump off the Harbour Bridge and you jump. I don't want you to jump off the Harbour Bridge. No. I'm sure horse racing buff knows what, what that was about. <laughs> yeah. so okay. I don't want you to jump off the Harbour Bridge in the third. <laughs> no. Okay. All right, that business is out of the way. Oh, Back you to know what business. I want to talk about? What? I want to talk, can we help? I want to talk Reach. Yeah. I want to talk Nash. I want to yeah. talk Figures. I want to talk okay. Taz. It's Taz the figures. hottest show on TV. We've got the host here. Can we help? Yeah, Next, I'll get this at Triple A. Don't cry to me. Thank you. Evanescence. Yep. Here again, this. It's the second hour on Triple M. Let's just re-establish ourselves. It's myself, Tony Martin. Cheap. We've got Ed Cavalier. Nasty. Pushing the buttons, Richard Marsland. And downright boring. And sitting <laughs> in for this hour, our original co-host, Peter Rosethorn. Uh, feeling very, very much the, the, the cock of the walk. He feels full of himself. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> yeah, and why not with these figures? Um, well, okay. let's not mention the results of the Melbourne Cup. He was wiped out there. Yeah, well, but let's move on. Okay. Can we help? Oh, I mean, you yeah. know, some people, I guess, um, you know, real aficionados of obscure TV yeah. shows would know Peter from the Kath and Kim, the thank God you're here. But <laughs> mainstream viewers, can we help? What that's time's right. it going out at the moment, Peter yeah, Rosenthal? 6.30 Nash. Um, that's 6.30 National ABC. Wow. 6.30 Sats? Uh, no frides. Six thirty fry. Fries. ABC two. Um, ABC two as well. Uh, yeah, right. Five thirty a.m. Five thirty a.m. Possibly six thirty a.m. Nash. Nash Didge. That is. That's Nash Didge. Yeah, yeah. That's, okay. That's okay ABC like, two Didge. The listeners are lean. Look, people, you can hear them yeah. all around the nation going, "Get yeah. rid of that horse racing nonsense." Uh, They're leaning forward uh, to hear the figures. Uh, what are the figures? Well. Really, since we've really given a, a pumbling on get this, yep, yep, yep. the figures have remained the same. Have they? Have they? <laughs> yeah, they really haven't. Well, they haven't gone down. That's exactly right. Tony. They've stabilised. That's and so we ask for it. Can we help? Do you mind if we work stabilised? Do you mind if we work backwards? Yep. Taz. Taz. No records. <laughs> no records. No records of Tasmanian ratings at all. Don't come into our account. All right, Rich. Nor do Reach. What? Uh, what the, yeah. So Reach. Regionals. No. No Reach. No. Okay. Knows. So we're on zero. Zero Taz, <laughs> zero reach. So, so far, we're equal with Thalassar Stories of the Sea on yep. SBS. Yes. Now, he's the big guns. Mm. Talk me through the Nash figures. Nash figures, Nash please. figures. Well, who knows where we make up our national figures. Mm. Um, mm. I presume Sydney and Melbourne dominate. Yeah. 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 And uh, given I'm from Melbourne, yeah. um, that doesn't have any effect either. No, so nothing. <laughs> no Sydney, Sydney seemed the most keen. Okay. okay. Now, yeah. But you're dancing around the real issues. Let's yeah. talk figures. What are we looking at? Nash. Well, Nash. Um, just from the states alone, look, obviously no Taz and no mm. Reg. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. We're looking at about 490. 490? That's yeah. close to half a million. Close to half a million. It's beyond the, nas- beyond the nation. Oh, beyond that's the nation. kicking some butt at the yeah. ABC, I would have thought. Yeah. I mean, how does that compare to the cook and the chef? Well, let me tell you, it's not quite as big as the cook and chef figures. Because really? that's Thursday. They've got the big night. Thursday yeah, six thirty is a massive night, and you got to keep in mind it's a cook, and then you go that would be enough. But no, there's a chef, <laughs> there's as, a chef well. as well. Yeah, the doubling up, yeah, which is okay. clearly unfair. Yeah, but on in terms of where we are, six thirty Fridays, we are as big, we are as big as Gardening Australia was. Oh, oh, with Cumbo, wow. with Cumbo. You're the next Peter Cundall, Peter Rose. <laughs> That's what I'm looking at, yeah. Uh, Peter, I remember after you've been doing this show for a year, yeah. we got you in and we said, now, how helpful have you been this year? What was your biggest achievement? Yeah. Just a long pause, if yeah. I remember, a lot That's of shuffling right. of papers. Mm. There was mm. some uh, attempt to reunite some people who... Yep. 
had accidentally met about six hours earlier at the airport anyway. That's I, I right. can't... Yeah. You know what? Luckily, the crew was there. 2007, though, I know that everything's been fine-tuned and it's all new at Can We Help. What's your biggest achievement this year? The biggest achievement is actually sacking another three members only two weeks ago. Oh, get this yeah. style. <laughs> the original panel just got the boot. Well, uh, right. well yeah. what they told? Well, I know three blokes that need a job. Yeah, I know. Well, <laughs> it's a natural fit. It's a, it's a beautiful fit for mine. Can I tell you something? What? Richard tests through the roof reach. Yeah, he's big. Does he? Very big with islands too. True. (laughs) Surrounding islands. You get some things out of Tasmania. Territories and atolls. He's got them locked down. (laughs) Okay, so why did they go? What happened there? I don't know. I need to play more music in the afternoon. (laughs) (laughs) They had to squeeze in another four songs. (laughs) Diverting costs and resources to another program. They just refused to play music. (laughs) I said, that's just not on. Off you go. Off you go, Verity James. Okay. Grant Stone, you look, you napper as well. Off you go. Maybe the answer is... There's only four cast members. They've sacked three of them. Wow. Yeah. But what so about... It's a big call. The question was, what's your biggest achievement? Maybe that will explain it. That, you know what it is. What? The biggest achievement is doubling our ratings figures uh-huh. and figuring to ourselves, it's not working. Get rid of the team. <laughs> It's the same theory as get this. It works, get rid of it. We're following the Australia plan, and it seems to hopefully it'll work next year. Can we help? We'll soon find out. All right, can we not? Uh, th- it's good to get those figures out of the way. You keep staring yeah. at your race tickets yeah, I'm just like, so like somehow time might reverse, <laughs> and you go. may still win the Melbourne and Cup. Riley! <laughs> No. Nothing. All right, we're going to help you. For once, we're going to help you. That's going to happen do? today on Get This Next. Yes, it's the mandolin hour here at yep. Triple M on Get This. Peter Rosethorn is with us. Fingers are sore from playing that too. He loves Haven't doing played it for a, while. a bit of air loot. Love my loot. Uh, now, politics. Mm. Uh, the election campaign, they yep. seem to be persisting with it, uh, Peter, mm. as a you know ABC broadcaster, I yep. imagine. You're riddled with bias. I certainly am. <laughs> I'm a ruddy man. And which uh, seat will you be running for? <laughs> I'll be running for the seat of um, my pants. Oh, they test very they well, do. those pants. No, I don't know what I'll do doing in the voting. I'm going to keep them quite private. Yeah, very, okay. very secretive about my voting. Oh, man. Well, yeah. there's been so many issues this yeah. year and things that people have forgotten about and characters they've forgotten about. Yeah. Remember Bill Heffernan and his... Oh, uh, who's Bill Heffernan? He's sort of the pit bull for John Howard. When, when John Howard needs somebody else to say mm. something really offensive that he's afraid to say himself... Yeah. Wheels out Heffernan. Wheels out the, the loose cannon. I can't control him. <laughs> <laughs> I can't control him. And uh, then, of course, there was Sheikh Halali, who was making his own brand of outrageous statements. Oh, sure. All his own gear, though. Yeah. yeah, yeah Writes yeah. all his own material. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was all very strong, too. <laughs> yeah. He really didn't hold back on any of it. Comes on, does a tight five on the news. What a tight five it was. Always engaging. It led to a great new game show, and we've had a lot of requests for this. Can't recall it myself. Hit that button, Rich. It's time to play the game that's taking Canberra by storm. It's time to play Heffernan or Halali. All right, here we go, Mr Howard. Are you ready? Yes. I have a series of statements in front of me, some of them made by your close personal friend, Senator Bill Heffernan. Wonderful man. Some of them by controversial Muslim cleric, Sheikh Al-Halali. Boo! Are you ready? Fire away. Statement number one. 
Women are inferior to men and should stay in the kitchen where they belong. Oh, look, I don't know why the Islamic community don't just turf this disgraceful so-called mufti out on his head. Um, that was actually Senator Heffernan. Look, Bill's a straight shooter. Sometimes he perhaps chooses his words carelessly, but he's merely presenting one view. Not everyone has to agree with it. Statement number two. Homosexuals are an inferior breed and should not be allowed to hold positions of power. Oh, like I say, we live in a free society. Now, not everyone will agree with the Senator's views, but I, for one, will defend his right... Uh, that was actually Sheikh Al-Halali speaking. Oh, look, if he doesn't like it here, he should leave the country. Those comments are disgusting. Statement number three. We simply have too many Asians in this country. They're in danger of taking over. Oh. Gee, uh, uh... It may have been Sheikh Halali. Appalling, disgraceful, inflammatory comments clearly designed to stir up trouble. Or it may have been Senator Heffernan. Harsh, certainly, but reflective of a view held by many mainstream Australians. Well, is it Heffernan or Halali? It's too hard to call. The comment is both inexcusable and understandable. Well, it was in fact a trick question. Those words were actually spoken last night by Kerry O'Brien. Disgraceful, appalling. And he was, of course, quoting Pauline Hanson. Oh, look, people may not agree with Pauline, but I think it's healthy we debate these issues. Statement number four. Someone was responsible for the Cronulla riots and it certainly wasn't white people. Oh, well, it doesn't sound like either of them. Is this another curveball? No, it's definitely one or the other. Which is it? Heffernan or Halali? Well, obviously the Sheikh wouldn't say that. Or I guess in this instance, Bill is simply reflecting what a lot of people out there are thinking. No, unlikely as it may seem, those words were spoken last week by Sheikh Al-Halali at Lakemba Mosque. Deport him, he's an animal! The Sheikh was quoting directly from the Alan Jones program. A wonderful program. Alan simply expresses what so many are frightened to say in our politically correct society. Jones was there uh, reading out words rather uncharacteristically spoken by Australia of the year, Tim Flannery. Appalling sentiments, he should be stripped of his title. But Flannery was in fact reporting a quote expressed to him by Senator Ross Lightfoot. Well, sometimes it's important for unfashionable, even distasteful views to be brought to the table. Lightfoot himself was reading a transcript from last week's 7.30 report. Propaganda, filth, lies. Where the words were spoken by right-wing commentator Janet Albrechtson. Thoughtful, reasoned. Decent. And finally, statement number five. There is no such thing as global warming. It's a lot of leftist hocus-pocus straight out of Naughty Land. <laughs> that person must be feeling pretty foolish now. Um, <laughs> It was me, wasn't it? Yes, it was. Could you have them bring the car around? Join us next time when we play Howard. Genius. Hanson. Misunderstood. Heffernan. Top bloke. Or Halali. Andy Christ. From the makers of What's Under, Laurie Oaks. <laughs> we've never done that segment. <laughs> We're still not being helpful, Ed. Not enough, Tone. <laughs> and we've got the most helpful man in Australia nah, here. He tied my shoes in that break. The yeah. only member of the cast who can we help who hasn't been sacked. Yeah. <laughs> Let's take full advantage next. I'll <laughs> get this. Established. Thank you very much, Thirsty Merck. It's Get This on Triple M around the nation. Peter Rosethorn is with us. He's the host of Can We Help mm. on the ABC. So a lot of songs since I've been here. How many songs have you played? Three. <laughs> the That's, requisite amounts.
What are you implying? I think you're going to put in another one while I'm here. Like, you're going to do six. I think there might be some songs coming out. Gee. But, you know, the thing is that, yeah, this is known as the most pro-music show on Oh, we know. We love our music. We do. Can we help? Yes. What do we need help? Here's something. Here's an issue uh, from the streets of the suburbs. How do you feel about this, Peter? Yep. Uh, Putting rubbish into somebody else's wheelie bin. Oh, I love doing that. When it's out on the nature strip. Oh, I'll do that. Waiting for the thing to come. I don't mean after... No, I think The before. Garbos have been and emptied it, and it's emptied and it's pristine, no, it's ready. No, I wouldn't do that. That's if you, nasty. What if you're walking up the street and you've got, you know, dog turds in a bag yeah. uh, for re- legitimate reasons? <laughs> yeah, not, no, sure, I know. Not, not that strange. you collect them. Right? No. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, wasn't, I wasn't envisaging envisaging some bizarre Santa Claus ritual that you did, Tom. <laughs> I get the feeling you were. But, uh, you know, and, you, and it's been day, yeah. and just going over and dropping it in what will be collected in... In two hours. Now, I have a neighbour who doesn't like that. He's chasing me up the street, abusing me for that. Why do you let him see you do it? Well, I didn't. But the yeah, dog, why do you ring the doorbell and show it to him? The yeah. dog was barking. Somebody had a grape inside his house. The dog wasn't <laughs> going to leave till he had it. Or she, pardon. Ooh. Pardon me. There's no crying game business going on with my dog. <laughs> she whiz. Still thinking dog. of the old dog. That's what I was doing. Oh. Pardon me. But, you know, so the etiquette there is, what, what's your view? Get it off the street, put it in the bin. Doesn't matter whose bin it is, put it in. There you go. Yeah, Great. see, and I'll do that with my household rubbish as well because I do have an overflowing problem oh, right. occasionally. Go to the na- what do the neighbours say about that though? They don't know. They, they don't, don't know. know. And I, but I do have the courtesy of checking everyone's bins to see who's got the lowest amount <laughs> and I put it in the lowest bin. I might have to go four or five bins up the road. I don't hold back. I go for a walk. Well, well I saw you in an airport with a bag of rubbish. Yeah, I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll go <laughs> into Adelaide. I thought, yeah, I'll put it in my overhead locker and go to a different state. <laughs> One day someone will... As long as I've got the right bin. They'll home. catch you doing it and it'll yeah. be Breddy from Kath and Kim yeah. was putting his <laughs> rubbish in. You, you try bin. and put a plastic bag full of rubbish through a, like an x-ray machine. <laughs> they have to, I have, have to go through my bags so many times. I'll bet. As they pull out. Are these tins <laughs> yours, sir? <laughs> yes, they are. I'm well, sorry. They're just for domestic use. That's all right. You can go through all right, I feel help That's somehow. It. That was somehow, oh, this helps. Yeah, because help. someone else does what I do. But Ed, you've got a much more serious question I to think tackle. So, well, you know how uh, I'm a young single man. Babes, yes, I know. Babes, yeah. Pete. babes, to do with babes, <laughs> a little Doesn't bit. It? Yeah, okay, I know. Richard loves babes. <laughs> he loves babes. Yeah, I know. <laughs> something it. to do with babes. He's got his babe face on. Yeah, just uh, be careful because I'm a little bit fired up after thinking about Costello freebooting. Uh, okay, well, <laughs> still I am. And you've got an amazing yeah. sort of air vent in the front of your pants. Yes, I have. Yeah. It's quite dumb. It's not meant to be there. They can't hold you. It's yeah. a rip and my, my, my scrote pops out. Yeah. Okay, Doug. Uh, can, can we help, Peter? Uh, yes, you can. <laughs> if you had a needle and thread, I could build you a cradle. You could. Uh, you could. Did so it? anyway, a hammock perhaps? Well, no. What I, so the question is, Mitch. young single man, do I ever want to kind of go the kids, you know, Richard Marsland settling down? Yeah. He's going to have some kids fairly what? soon. Uh, is got, he? I don't know. I just like to say that it's good, on though, a national yeah. show. <laughs> Hopefully, his mum's listening. <laughs> and uh, so, the, when I need matters of kids, yeah. I turn to our producer Nikki Hamilton. Yeah, How right. are you? It's Hello. And uh, have a listen to if this isn't a story to sway you to get in some get into the kid action. Yeah. I don't know what is. Nikki, what happened to you this morning? Well, I was just saying when Atticus is in the car and Reese is driving, and, and Atticus it's getting is a bit, your son. My son, Reese yes, is your he's husband. two. Yeah, most of the time, Reese. that's how it works. Yes. Okay, no. yes. <laughs> Husband Reese driving, and if Addie gets a bit whingy, mm-hmm. Reese will say, you know, be quiet or do you want a backhander? Yeah, which is funny. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And then, but what's funny is that Addie will then go, backhander, I want a backhander. <laughs> See, now, I was raised that's on good. backhanders and mixed nuts, yeah. and I turned out just fine. <laughs> yeah, that's good. This is the kind of stuff. So, Pete, what do you reckon? Is, it, is, it, all, is it all backhanders and, and car rides? Now you've got kids? four kids, Peter. Yeah, pretty much. Like, yeah. Mike. 
my backhand, the backs of my hand are getting quite, you know, well, calloused, calloused. <laughs> from just constant, constant whacking, you know, because really? they hurt. The skull is quite hard. Is it? Mm. Unless they're babies, it's quite soft. There you go. But you don't, you don't backhand babies. No. Clearly, clearly front hand. Is babies. it really? Yeah. <laughs> is it hard to... Or ear twisting. Can you remain a figure of authority to your children, Peter, when they're seeing you on Kath and Kim running about in a netball dress? Does that undermine... Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, it doesn't do a lot. It doesn't help me a lot. So I have to really yell loud on special occasions. And like I really, the other day in the car, I went completely feral. I did lost you? What, what was the topic? Um, what sent you over the edge? They were doing Luna Park and getting it wrong? <laughs> no. Well, it does annoy me all right, because, yeah. you know, we've all heard it enough to know it. I've never now. seen it. Haven't you? No. Never oh, seen, you're the classic. only person. It's... It's probably one of the greatest bits of stand-up comedy yeah. ever unloaded by anyone in this country. That's right. That's why I've done it for 25 years. <laughs> but anyway. Yeah. Um, what, what sent you over the edge? Well, I can't. It was my son, and I was, gee, I was cross. Uh, and I got into that, that where you go up a notch, where there's, there's yelling, like, sit down, sit down. Can you sit down? Just put the PSP down, <laughs> Put it down, man. I need you to look at me and put it down. Thank you. Okay, you've been on for four hours. Stop, okay? That's one level. That's okay. pretty firm. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. And you get some stuff through on that Fair level. Enough, yeah, you're cutting but through. there's some times when you go, I'm just going to release the valve here. Oh, what, what are you I'm feeling. What are you giving? Can we hear a bit I, of that? I sort of scream a bit. Come on, go yeah, on, give it some. Let's hear it. I've had enough, okay? <laughs> just stay where you are. I've had enough. All right? Okay? And, and we're often. talking to the host of Can We Help <laughs> on the ABC this afternoon. Yeah, like it's not pleasant. And, and in the car, it's quite loud. Cavernous. And yeah, and my, my daughter will put her hands over her ears and goes, oh, don't yell, Dad. <laughs> and I go, it's all right. And I, then I apologise about now. So I didn't have to get that mad. It was just mm. crazy talk. Well, Richard, we don't have time to find out what kind of help you need. Why? Why? It's what kind of help, Richard? Because I've got to be a time cop. He's got to be time cop. He loves yeah. being time cop. Call <laughs> us up with your problem, your dilemma, your stumper. I won't yell at you, though. Richard, well, Richard Marsden will be here with advice, but Peter Roselawn is the host of Can We Help? Yeah. He'll help you out. One triple three five three. Get this. A little bit of hanky-panky and <laughs> that's about it. Brought to you by Nissan Navara. Huge pulling power. It's Get This Around the Nation on Triple M. Like I say, if you just experienced a small gap in your state, you can book that gap. Mm. Call the sales department. <laughs> Fill it up. Why let it go to waste? Peter Rosethorn is here. He's the host of Can We Help on the ABC. Can I, I say that we have uh, absolutely smashed our record number of calls for this segment? Have we really? Remember the first time we called in and said, Can We Help with you, Pete? Mm. We got uh, zero calls. That's zero. Right. Zero. 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 Uh, and now... We've actually just tripled it because we've got three calls. Three calls. Thank you very much. Three okay. people hungry for Peter Rosethorn's own patented brand of help. Who's g'day, going first? G'day, Mick. How are you? G'day, matey. How's it going? Excellent. Can we help? Um, I just want some advice on how to tell my parents I just lost my license. Yeah, just just, uh, just front-footed, Mickey. Say, Mum and Dad, I've lost my license. Is that it? Yeah. I think oh, I might have and then and quickly add, I might have washed it in my jeans or <laughs> maybe I've washed it in another shirt. Nah, well, that sort of thing, soften it like that. And I go, oh, I see what you mean. You lost it. Oh, and actually I have lost it as well. Yeah, exactly. So give them a double whammy. Double layer it. It confuses them. Are they old? Uh, not really. Oh, okay. Okay. That's that what you call old. Well, if you whisper and they don't hear you, it still counts as telling them <laughs> if they're old, that how I say. And, you know, what is the downside here where, you know, what... A, 
Are we allowed to ask what the yeah, reason what, is? What did you do, man? Uh, I was doing 108 in an 80 zone. That's not mm. good. 108? Yeah. Oh, it isn't good. I regret it. There was no cars on the road. No. I've, I'm actually driving my mum's car. Yeah. Okay. And I thought, let's see what this puppy can do. <laughs> yeah, 108. And, uh, yeah, the coppers, <laughs> coppers were in the glare and... Yeah. Whoop, yeah. whoop. They're good, the glare. They love being in the, the glare. You, mm, you need that speech. What is it, the one the footballers use? I apologise. My teammates, yep. uh, <laughs> to the fans of the club. Mm. And the game itself. And there it is. <laughs> I brought. Oh, well. All right, Mick, pair of rollerblades for you. Good luck with that. My mother has, uh, this is the car my mum has. She's got one of these cheap uh, second-hand cars from Japan. Uh Oh, the imported ones. The imported ones. Like a Nissan Sentra. I don't know what it is, but Mm. it has the thing where if you go over the speed limit, a siren goes off. Mm. I don't know what the speed limit is in Japan. I think it's like 15 k's. Oh, yes. But you you only just basically get it into second gear and suddenly (laughs) there's a screaming alarm. (laughs) It's annoying, isn't it? <laughs> it is annoying. Yeah. It doesn't help with the concentration, but there it is. G'day, Mark. <laughs> G'day, how you going? Can we help? Yeah, I've got this uh, graduation ball for uni coming up, yep. and there's going to be karaoke. Karaoke. I need, like, the best, most original, okay. perfect karaoke song. Okay. Yeah, I find the ladies sex up to uh, Rhinestone Cowboy from yeah. uh, Glen yeah, Campbell. That is an excellent idea. Mark, because how- it just got a manly thing going on. Yeah. It. It's a bit showbiz. What's your range, Mark? What kind of, like, the high stuff or the low stuff? Uh, well, I'm not really sort of um, Jake Shears from Scissor Sisters, but um, okay. it needs to be—I don't know—it needs to be something sort of slow that you can keep up with when you had a few drinks. Yeah, it needs I have to be a, danceable. Well, I have a friend Dance that does uh, music of the night for the the song from the Phantom of the Opera. <laughs> Gee, it takes gee, about really? eight minutes. It's, and that absolutely goes down a treat, Mark. Uh, yeah. How would you go with that? Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. I've got I've got a few friends that sort of like that embarrassment factor, and they'll sort of do November Rain and stand there for nine minutes of instrumental. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, can I just say, Mike, you're taking karaoke. Okie advice from Ed Cavalier, right? Oh, yeah. Have a listen to this. I was a lonely teenage with a pink carnation and a pickup truck. I guess that's an example of what not to do, baby. I have no idea. <laughs> you still there, Mark? Yeah. Gee, Amazing. Ordinary. But, you know, I reckon um, Ed sounds like the guy that sings The Greatest American Hero theme. Oh, right? Joey Scarberry. Scarberry. Thank you yeah. very he much. sounds like his voice, I reckon. Oh. If he had a singing voice, that is. Can oh. you sing a bit of that for us? Which one? Believe it or not, I'm looking on the never stood at me. Gee. That's enough. Uh, Mark, are you calling us from Newcastle? Solid. Thank you. He's gone. Brilliant work. Are you you calling us from Newcastle? Yeah, yeah. And, you know, how do the people of Newcastle feel when, uh, you know, not being exposed to this kind of stuff every day? Well, I don't even know what station you're on. I'm listening to you on the internet. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what station. (laughs) I can't even find it. No, it's on KOFM at 6 o'clock on Sunday mornings. (laughs) Is it really? I'm not joking. For bacon. There's some region Nash figures. (laughs) Thank you, Mark. Good luck to you. Well done, Mark. G'day, Robert. How are you? How's it going, fellas? Excellent. Can we help? Uh, I'm not sure if you can because uh, my girlfriend has a major problem with me listening to you fellas. No. Why? Oh, what's her problem? Uh, I'm constantly quoting you guys, uh, mm. 
like, you know, she says, we've got to, you know, do our tax return. And I turn around and say, you know, how come? Oh, yes. Yeah, that's okay. all right. That's okay. I've got no problem with that. What about is it when it gets fruity? Is that, is that, uh, are yeah. you still doing it then? Yeah. Uh, pretty much. Whenever we get into a fight, I just scream assault. Assault. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, obviously, she's aware that this won't be a problem after three weeks from now. Yes, I know. And she's extremely happy. Yeah, oh, she's okay. down the front with a placard. <laughs> no, well, hey, I took the day off work yesterday to go down to the, uh, the rally in Melbourne. And, yeah, was, um, was she impressed by that? Not really, because my <laughs> boss really got mad and... Uh, yeah, I'm not going to say any more. <laughs> All right, fantastic. <laughs> well done. Okay, well, you'll get a job. Uh, thank you very much, uh, everyone who called up for some help. Um, I think Rhinestone Cowboy was a really good choice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's R- one of my old favourites. Richard Marsden is trying to get me to go longer with the segment so there won't be time for his TV preview. <laughs> Let's get out of here. Come on, that's not fair. Let's go to his song now. Get this. <laughs> How simply outrageous. Oh, read about it. That's Midnight Oil. Peter Rosethorn is with us. He's seeking to find out what's coming up in the new TV season, aren't you, Peter? Just go I along with me. I love a new TV season. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> We're up against the clock here today. And, you know, Richard Marsland, you know how pushy he is, yeah. Peter. Does he do a segment of this description? Yeah, well, apparently he does. Just hit it, Rich. It takes two. They need to do more. Mm. And as well, you might remember a little while ago on the show, we were trying to find jobs for the Big Brother housemates. Yeah, yeah, Why true. not put the two together? Right. Rather than quality, have quantity. From the makers of It Takes Two comes your new favourite celebrity singing reality show. Every Big Brother contestant ever in the hit new It Takes 126. It Takes 126, baby! Just me and 125 other people! Uh, I don't think that will work. I like it. That's great. Is that you singing, Richard? Yeah. Is Multiple Marsland. Wow. <laughs> Marslandplicity in here. Uh, let's go over to the other channels now. Okay. Yes. Uh, Inspector Rex in all kinds of trouble. I mm. love Inspector Rex. What is it? It's, it's, it's a German shepherd. He's a police dog. Is that correct? And yeah. Yeah. Or somehow he solves crime just by sort of nodding his head every yeah. week. Yeah. My mum loves it. There's whole episodes where he's just trying to get a crumb out from under the fridge. It's quite interesting. But he <laughs> solves a case at the end of it. Um, but he's in all kinds of trouble because, well, SBS are, because they played an episode of Inspector Rex at 7.30 at night. Oh, really? And it featured some lewd content. Yeah. Oh, is that right? Yeah. I think the official wording was stronger than mild. Oh, really? There was some sort of sex scene that didn't really fit in with the family time slot. peri-peri for 7.30, was it? <laughs> but wouldn't you know it, Inspector Rex is getting steamier. Just when you thought Inspector Rex couldn't get much ribalder. He does. And how? In one sizzling hot brand new episode, <laughs> Inspector Rex does the reverse cowgirl. No, now listen. What is the reverse cowgirl? Oh. Now, as I said, I was on cold medication. What? Uh, what's the reverse cowgirl? Wikipedia it. Oh, really? Really? <laughs> well, I'll get to that after I've uh, looked up Dirty Sanchez. Yeah, in the Turkish grip. <laughs> We learned so many new terms. Rich, you're a filth monger. All right. If you're getting a radio show together, make sure you have a bloke who used to do a sex program yes, pushing right. the buttons. Mm. You'll learn you so much. You will learn so much. I've got them all. Yeah. Uh, you've got the word ribalder. I yeah. didn't know if that was a word or not. Love making them up. Love making them up. <laughs> this is gold. What else is coming up? What do we got, Rich? TV season, Richard. The King. 
Massive hit on pay TV. Absolutely. Everyone loved that. Uh, Great performances. Carry rules. Wonderful story. Interesting to have a look at the private life of Graham Kennedy. And uh, off the back of that success, Mm. uh, TV One are also making uh, some other shows um, looking at some of our biggest stars on the TV. From the makers of The King comes the story of a renegade, a pioneer in the unexplored frontiers of the breakfast TV wars. Five minutes, Mr. Stefanovic. Ah, your ass is mine, Wilkins. <laughs> the King of Morning TV, the Carl Stefanovic story. Oh, I was tuning in for that. He's got legs. So does he swallow a, a piece of ice every time before he goes out? <laughs> is that how a he stiff prepares? Before he goes right. on the air. <laughs> but they've already done iRobot. That's true. <laughs> that's, that's true. Surely it's just going to be a replay of that. Well, let's kick it home. What's the big show on CI at the moment that we can't stop talking about? Uh, you know what it's called. I can't stop tooling about downstairs. That's right. It's a big ratings hit. Is and it? we've Yeah, we've certainly been talking about it a lot on this show. Yeah. Um, and from the makers of uh, that show, and also the man whose arms exploded, uh, comes another <laughs> big hit documentary on the CI channel. A tale of one man's addiction. An addiction that would become an obsession. And an obsession that could cost him everything. Ed Cavalli in I Can't Stop with and and then all over the until the does a how good is this and coming soon. I like it. All right, time to sign off. Thanks, Peter, for sitting in for the whole hour. Been a pleasure, my friends. Thank you so much for all your help through the years. Are you saying we've only got ten seconds? Well, what's our key phrase, Rich? Oh, oh, dear, dear. <laughs> Disappointed from that. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll be back tomorrow with Alan Bro, yes. and I'm sure we will see Peter Rosewood again before we sign off in three weeks' Ooh, time. And right. it's all thanks to the Nissan Navara. Huge pulling power. There's some region Nash figures. Thank you, Mark. Good luck to you. Well, I'm Mark. G'day, Robert. How are you? How's it going, fellas? Excellent. Can we help? Uh, I'm not sure if you can because uh, my girlfriend has a major problem with me listening to you fellas. Why? What's the problem? Uh, I'm constantly quoting you guys. uh, (laughs) Like, you know, she says we've got to, you know, do our tax return and I turn around and say, you know, how come? Yeah, that's all right. That's okay. I've got no problem with that. What about is it when it gets fruity? Is that is that uh, are you yeah. still doing it then? Yeah. Uh, pretty much. Whenever we get into a fight, I just scream assault. Assault. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, obviously she's aware that this won't be a problem after three weeks from now. Yes, I know, and she's extremely happy. Yeah, she's oh, down the front with a placard. <laughs> no, well, hey, I, I took the day off work yesterday to go down to the uh, the rally in Melbourne. And, yeah, was um, was she impressed by that? Not really, because my <laughs> boss really got mad and. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to say any more. All right, fantastic. <laughs> well done. Okay, well, you'll get a job. Uh, thank you very much, uh, everyone who called up for some help. Um, I think Rhinestone Cowboy was a really good choice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's R- one of my old favourites. Richard Marsden is trying to get me to go longer with the segment so there won't be time for his TV preview. <laughs> let's get out of here. Uh, come on, that's not up fair. To. Let's go to a song now. Get this. <laughs> How simply outrageous. Oh, 
read about it. That's Midnight Oil. Peter Rosethorn is with us. He's seeking to find out what's coming up in the new TV season, aren't you, Peter? Just go I along with me. I love a new TV season. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> We're up against the clock here today. Definitely. And, you know, Richard Marsland, yeah. you know how pushy he is, yeah. Peter. Does he do a segment of this description? Yeah, well, apparently he does. Just hit it, Rich. It takes two. They need to do more. Mm. And as well, you might remember a little while ago on the show, we were trying to find jobs for the Big Brother housemates. Yeah, Why true. not put the two together, right. rather than quality, have quantity? From the makers of It Takes Two comes your new favourite celebrity singing reality show. Every Big Brother contestant ever in the hit new It Takes 126. It Takes 126, baby! Just me and 125 other people! Uh, I don't think that will work. I like it. That's great. Is that you singing, Richard? Yeah. Is Multiple Marsland. Wow. <laughs> Marsland Plicity in here. Uh, let's go over to the other channels now. Okay. Uh, Inspector Rex in all kinds of trouble. I mm. love Inspector Rex. What is it? It's, it's, it's a German shepherd. He's a police dog. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah. Or somehow he solves crime just by sort of nodding his head every yeah. week. Yeah. My mum loves it. There's whole episodes where he's just trying to get a crummy up from under the fridge. It's quite interesting. But he <laughs> solves a case at the end of it. Um, but he's in all kinds of trouble because, well, SBS are because they played an episode of Inspector Rex at 7.30 at night. Oh, really? And it featured some lewd content. Yeah. Oh, is that right? Yeah. I think the official wording was stronger than mild. Oh, really? There was some sort of sex scene that didn't really fit in with the family time slot. peri-peri for 7.30, was it? <laughs> but wouldn't you know it, Inspector Rex is getting steamier. Just when you thought Inspector Directs couldn't get much ribalder. He does. And how? In one sizzling hot brand new episode, <laughs> Inspector Rex does the reverse cowgirl. No, now listen. What is the reverse cowgirl? Now, as I said, I was on cold medication. What? Uh, what's the reverse cowgirl? Wikipedia it. Really? Really? <laughs> I'll get to that after I've uh, looked up Dirty Sanchez. Yeah, in the Turkish grip. <laughs> We learned so many new terms. Rich, you're a filth monger. All right. If you're getting a radio show together, make sure you have a bloke who used to do a sex program yes, pushing right. the buttons. You'll learn you so much. You will learn so much. I've got them all. Yeah. Uh, you've got the word ribalder. I yeah. didn't know if that was a word or not. Love but. making them up. Love making them up. <laughs> this is gold. What else is coming up? What do we got, Rich? TV season, Richard. The King. Massive hit on pay oh, TV. Absolutely. Everyone loved yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, great performances. Harry sure. Rules. Wonderful story. Interesting to have a look at the private life of Graham Kennedy. Yeah. yeah. And uh, off the back of that success, mm. uh, TV One are also making uh, some other shows um, looking at some of our biggest stars on the TV. From the makers of The King comes the story of a renegade, a pioneer in the unexplored frontiers of the breakfast TV wars. Five minutes, Mr. Your ass is mine, Wilkins. <laughs> the king of morning TV, the Carl Stefanovic story. Oh, I will be tuning in for that. He's got legs. So does he swallow a, a piece of ice every time before he goes out? <laughs> He's having he a stiff drink before he goes right. on the air. <laughs> but they've already done iRobot. That's true. That's, that's true. Surely it's just going to be a replay of that. Well, let's kick it home. What's the big show on CI at the moment that we can't stop talking about? Uh, you know what it's called. I can't stop tooling about downstairs. That's right. It's a big ratings hit. Is and it? we've Yeah, we've certainly been talking about it a lot on this show. Yeah. Um, and from the makers of uh, that show, and also the man whose arms exploded, uh, comes another <laughs> big hit documentary on the CI channel. A tale of one man's addiction. An addiction that would become an obsession. And an obsession that could cost him everything. <laughs> Cavalier in I can't stop with and and then all over the until the does a how good is this and coming soon
I like it. All right, time to sign off. Thanks, Peter, for sitting in for the whole hour. Been a pleasure, my friends. Thank you so much for all your help through the years. Are you saying we've only got 10 seconds? Yeah, that's well, right. What's our key phrase, Rich? Oh, dear. Dear. Disappointed from that. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll be back tomorrow with Alan, bro. Yes. And I'm sure we will see Peter Rosethorn again before we sign off in three Ooh, weeks' time. And great. it's all thanks to the Nissan Navara. Huge pulling power! Oh. Now it's all out in you know.